Hey, it's Rach, the Keto Vegan. In today's episode, I chat with Nivi, who is the co-founder with his partner, Angela, of I Am Nut OK. We'll find out how and why Nivi became a vegan, why, when they're both from beautiful parts of the world, they've ended up in London. Nivi is from Italy, Angela's from LA, and they chose to come here and be with us. That's great for us because of those fabulous vegan cheeses. But you'll find out why it has worked for them and why they're grateful for being here too. Find out too about their deli in London. It's called Third Culture Deli. It looks really good. Do go and visit it. And finally, find out what life lesson he has learned because of his journey so far. All right. Can you hear me now? Oh, I can. Yeah, it's all my issue. <laughs> it's really good to meet you. Same. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Oh, no, I'm really pleased that um, you said yes to this. It's so exciting to because I've been a vegan for about six years and I read about, you know, from your website that Angela um, was passionate about, you know, helping you find cheese. That was good. and. Yeah. That is one of the things, isn't it? That for vegans, we do miss some really good cheese. Yeah, yeah, that was, you know, my biggest struggle, I would say, back in 2017, uh, when, you know, embracing a plant-based diet. I feel like a lot of things made sense to me from, like, you know, an ethical point of view, yeah. diet. Of, uh, but the taste, uh, I guess, for some of the product was still lacking and missing. And I think the biggest was cheese. Yes. Um, so she had this kind of like, you know, huge driven mission on like making something that was like excellent, tasty. And, uh, I feel like the fact that she also is from Los Angeles originally helped her to, you know, she was already aware of like good vegan cheese made out of cashews, oh, okay. which really, I think here in the UK back in 2016-17 so she kind of like brought her knowledge use her like palette to like do something that was like equally good and and that's how we started yeah excellent excellent so why did you become a vegan um I was already quite open-minded before I moved here in, uh, to London which of course Angela was like the catalyst because she was vegan already when we met um I was already aware of like especially like you know chicken the way they're like raised okay I, that I was trying to you know subconsciously hide that knowing that it wasn't really the, the best thing but it, it's always hard to like make you know such a big commitment at least it on is. paper uh because then you have like pressure from like family friends you go out options are now like that much at least five six seven years ago and um, what really like moved me was basically when I started dating with Angela, um, I really wanted to cook for her. And uh, <laughs> there, there was a bit of um, a moment for me to really fully understand what a vegan diet was. Yeah. Uh, my, I had my own journey, like, you know, getting to, to understand better. She never really pushed me. She was always like super chill about it. She's like, you know, you do what you want to do, but... If you want to try something, maybe, you know, eat with me and like try yeah. this and that. Yeah. And I think also because of that approach, because of like being open-minded and really into food, using, you know, plant-based to create something tasty was a challenge that I wanted to to embrace. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess also watching some documentaries helped as well. Yeah. So they... which documentaries did you, can I just say, actually, I love yeah. that you became vegan because you wanted to cook for Angela and you were dating and that's a, I'm waiting for a vegan man, but maybe I should be more patient and they might turn. I think that's, I love that. I love that you were, yeah. you know, that into her that, you know, you, you really started thinking about these things. I think that's fabulous. So what documentaries, because when I've spoken to vegans in these interviews, it's always a documentary for the ones I've already yeah. spoken to that gets them started on this journey. It was for me as well. So what did you watch that sort of pushed you further on? It was Cowspiracy. Yes. Because uh, I think, yeah, it was released 2017. Yeah. It was quite a big thing on Netflix. And uh, before that, I remember also watching uh something about this guy in the states going on like juice fasting and all the mm -hmm. benefits like you know just juicing uh, i was already introducing a lot even if i wasn't vegan i was like quite conscious about health yeah i think conspiracy was more about the environment you know okay. a bit more about also the animal and uh the day after i also watched um a vegan activist speaking about you know pain in animals you know, just combining the two, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you know, I think I have enough information to have a strong now opinion on why I shouldn't. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I think what was important for me was like not feeling that pressure from Angel in terms of like, oh, you need to, mm -hmm. but like, you know, use your own brain to understand why. Yeah. Um, That's lovely. And yeah, I think I had the same approach uh, with all my friends, especially when they come visit us, maybe from out of the UK. I always invite them to, you know, eat with us all the time, plant-based. We cook, we take them out. We want to show them that there's really good food. Yeah. And then, you know, they can make their choices. Yes. Yeah. That's such a lovely, loving, kind attitude. There are so many vegans, aren't there, that are like quite sort of staunch about it and evangelical about it and that just makes people sort of react doesn't it so can we talk about I am not okay where first of all who created the name and why <laughs> I love it <laughs> thank you that's uh, all credits to Angela uh, she loves puns and uh, I think at the time when we were thinking of starting the brand um, there wasn't really that much out there and uh, if you want to, you know, have an interesting appeal, a strong branding, something, you know, different from the washed out vegan alternative at yes. the time. Yeah. We wanted to stand out. So because we were using nuts, we're still using like cashews, majority of our products. She thought that it was funny to call it. Not okay. She has a sense of humor then. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So. It started with her making cheeses or cheese for you. Yes. When did you, how did it then go from that to what it is now? Can you tell me a little bit about the journey of this business? Yeah. So when, before we even thought of starting a business, when she was making um, some cheese for me at home, um, we were kind of like, well, we're both, quite entrepreneurial spirits yeah and we're also designers um 
And I feel like quite naturally it evolved into, you know, this tastes really good. We invited some friends over. We wanted them to try it. They really liked it. And uh, we thought that, you know, maybe we could put together a brand, start to trade at like some farmer's market because also yeah. you can see it was like growing quite a lot during those 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 months at beginning of like 2018. Like it was like, you know, we were at the right place. It's London, Hackney. We had yes. the right uh, vegan cheese and, and the crowd at the time was like really vocal. You know the the word of mouth people were queuing you couldn't find good cheese up there so people were like traveling you know miles and miles just to go to a vegan market which was amazing and um we yeah we hit you know the the right timing and um we decided you know let, let's give it a go let's trade this weekend see how that goes and i think the fact that we could see that Im immediate response from the customers of like sampling liking it and buying it yeah. was the validation that we were doing something something right something good and um without even knowing it we were full-time the day after you know it's like wow it's like kind of like already think about like the economics like okay where can i source my caches um where can i print my my packaging uh the labels um i think that that helped us from the beginning to like take things quite seriously yeah there was a lot for us to learn in terms of like how to define our roles because you know we were just making everything from like trying to sell it try to make it try to brand it uh do the accounting do the, 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 there was a lot uh but then you know you you ask you learn you fail you keep learning so yeah. I think that the first two, three years, it was mainly me and Angela. Sometimes wow. we we had a few friends coming over to help or maybe like some, some part-times. Um, and then COVID hit, which was um, something where we were able to navigate quite easily because of being like such a small lean company. Yeah. Uh, with a lot of overheads. Um, we didn't have like staff, basically. We only had like a part-time Um but because we also had different um, channels from like online, which really like picked up when retail went down, we were able to still keep growing the company. Yeah. And after those few months of like uncertainty about the future, we saw that actually, you know, business were like going back and reopening. And uh, we decided to like start to hire more and more people, push. And nowadays we have a team of 10. Okay. Uh, we were based here in uh, always in Hackney, in Hackney, because mm -hmm. uh, also I think being both designers really helped us to do things faster. Yes. So from like the packaging, taking care of like social media, taking care of the photos, creating more content because we did everything in house, we cut the cost to zero. And then mm. we, we were also able to keep our creative um, kind of like side alive. Because it's it, it can be a bit of a shock, you know, giving up your designer career to make vegan cheese, which yes. every time it's very it's different, a very random thing. Uh, especially, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was a bit like confused about my career because I'm like, you know, you you did a you have a degree, you've been working for like years, and now you dropped everything to make something quite niche because at the time it was still niche and like yeah. 
um, it's, you know, it's, it's how you see things. Cause then I'm like, well, actually I'm not giving up my career cause I'm channeling all my creativity into, yes. into branding. So yeah. we feel really lucky to, to be able to combine both passion for food and design together. Yeah, that's that's excellent. So how has it been? Because you've been in it with Angela from the start. Yeah. Has it been emotionally demanding? Have, have there been times when you've just thought, why, oh, why did we do this? Or why am I doing this? So tell me a little bit about that sort of mental, emotional battle that you've had to experience. It's, you know, it's been really challenging. There's a lot of people they're always like shocked to know that we're a couple and we also are in business together because yes. it's um it can be really tricky to to balance you know life and work um yes. especially if you work at the beginning from home you don't have physical boundaries you don't have walls like work is uh, surrounding you the whole time and uh you need to also learn to step aside and leave your relationship as you know in a more intimate way rather than just seeing mm. it as a business so it, it was really challenging I think because we were so sucked into the work we didn't think it that much at the beginning but over time you know that was becoming um, you know something that we needed to address so I feel like that comes with like you know maybe understanding okay what is what's my role what's your role yeah how can we then help and work together rather than trying to randomly do everything and then, you know, getting frustrated. So I think being more disciplined, having a better structure, which is something that we're still aiming to improve. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's you know, it's something that never stops. No. Uh, also, you know, setting time boundaries, like, okay, 6 p.m., we need to, you know, stop talking about work. Or like, we need to stop working. Um, I think it, yeah, it's something that over time we learned um meeting other businesses that were both that were run by both partners mm-hmm. also helped us to you know get some tips from them like yeah. ask questions confront each other um getting some mentorship yeah. um so it's, it's it's a tough it's already tough to run a business mm-hmm. you know there's yeah. so many challenges it's even harder i think it can be harder if you are a couple but then there's a lot of like good side of it because you know there's there's a lot of joy that comes with it there's a lot of passion there's a lot of like help and and ways of like balancing each other because also we're like very different so if like dreamy and like I want to do things more impulsive she's a bit more rational she's like keeping me more grounded so that's always really good and you know that's something that even if you don't work with your partner, but your business partner should be able to like complete you. Yeah. So we learn how to complete each other. And okay. uh, I think that's been really valuable. Yeah. And that's so did, am I right in thinking you met in 2017? Yes. So it's still, you know, seven years, isn't it? Or hang on. Yeah. About six, six well, years we, or we, seven we, years. I, we start at end of 17, so it's going to be six years this yes. December. Yeah. And so, and you said that you met other couples who ran business together and they were sharing their issues with you and they're being open about that. That's quite something that people are showing that they're being vulnerable yeah. to help you find your way as well. Because 
I know I used to work in the same space as my now ex-husband <laughs> and that didn't work and we weren't doing the same company together so it must be very intense do you also find space for yourself within this whole environment and does Angela you know do you have those times which I think is so important for some people to be just do what you want to do and Angela do what she wants to do are you able to build that into a week yeah we're able now I feel like there was a huge a huge issue at the beginning because we didn't have the physical time to no. even space to ourselves because we were like so stuck into the work especially like the first years uh but now that things are a bit more balanced we're more aware of like how that's important um we yeah you know we're like able to separate um and like take some time for ourselves so for yeah. example i'm an early bird i like to wake up early and because we have a dog i i use that as my time in the morning where i'm like out mm. for um and also the the fact that because we've been living here in the uk for like almost eight years now we build like some friendship we you know created some like very strong relationship with like amazing people around us we're now able yeah. to even be like okay i'm gonna you know go and spend the evening with a friend she does the same um or we all like join together but like we i think we're learning again more and more how to uh, take some time for ourselves, and because um, yeah. um, that's important. It is. It's so important. It's the way to survive, isn't it? In a relationship, relationships are challenging anyway. Businesses, as you've said, are challenging anyway, and you've combined the two. But it sounds like you're strong and keeping on moving forward, which is excellent um I want to talk a little bit about because I'm a keto diet as well so the carb counts are really important to me and all the cheap most of the cheeses in supermarkets the carb counts are through the roof and protein counts are almost zero so um I'm a little bit anal if we're allowed to use that word about finding carb counts protein counts fat counts and um all your fat counts are really, really great for keto. They're nice and high. Um, I see one of them, it's the the I am not okay great is 42.7 grams of fat per things, which is perfect for keto. But, and also that one's really high in protein as well, which is 20, but the carb counts are 18. So I can't eat that one. But you are one of the few companies that have got quite a few cheeses that are, so the Bluffalo mozzarella is 4.8 grams of carbs. The Meltdown and the Meltdown Smoky are 5.2. Then you've got one, the Fetamorphosis, which is 8.8. So, so those are great for somebody like me to be able to eat. So what is it in your other, what, what makes it different? What makes the carb count different in those cheeses? So the, the main difference between the two products is that the our vegan parmesan, the O'Grate, yeah. it's your um, blended cashews. Okay. Compared to the Bluffalo mozzarella, which is our vegan mozzarella, which is soy-based. Oh, I see. So it's the cashews that make the carb high. Yeah. What a shame, because cashews are really good. <laughs> yeah. What I love about I Am Not Okay is the, the range that you've got. I'm looking at your website um, that you are in. Is that Selfridges? I saw, yes, yeah, Selfridges. 
um, as well. And you're sort of getting out there quite a bit. Yeah. So over the past few years, we've like been pushing a lot of the retail side because, um, you know, we started doing like farmer's market um, yeah. online, some like local independent shops around the area. But then, you know, the more you grow, the more you're able to like expand production. Um, as you said, I think it's true. We have quite a wide range of products. We just released yesterday a new one, which is a vegan stracciatella. Right. Um, and um, I feel like because of, you know, a combination of different factors from like, of course, the taste needs to be good, but also the branding being mm. a bit more innovative and bold. And the fact that we have like a wide range we're offering to a lot of retailers a solution to like fill all the gaps that they have in their like offering. Cause you know, we have butters, we have like feta, we're like aged cheeses, we're like melting cheeses, we have like a vegan parmesan. <clears throat> and that's basically giving them the option to like offer more and more, which I think is important for the sector, for the plant-based mm. sector to be over there and create really tasty food in like, different ways in order to like attract more people because then if we're always offering the same old thing yeah, yeah. you know then it's, it's it looks really limited so yes. um be because of that uh, we were able to like you know attract interesting clients like uh, at the beginning Fortman Mason now Selfridges Planet Organic but also I think that the main focus for us this year um, is food service. So getting our cheese into restaurants and pizzerias yeah. because it's one of the channels where you can attract new customers. Um, the, the best example is um, you go out with like a bunch of friends, they're not vegan. And then you order like a vegan pizza and they're like, okay, let me try it. Yes. And if, if they try it and it's not good, that's a huge issue because oh. they might have been, you know, intrigued about cutting down their like dairy or like, you know, switching every now and then to a plant-based diet. So I think it's really important uh, to be able to provide a product that it's making the chefs happy for them yes. to decide using it. And then the customers happy for them to be like, I actually really liked it and I'm coming back here. Um, so recently, I mean, recently, early 2020, we developed our vegan mozzarella. Uh, and uh, we are now, have been since then, um, the vegan cheese supplier for like a pizza chain in London called Yarsil Pizza. They have now 11 locations. Um, and then because of that, more and more pizzeria saw that as a validation of, okay, this is actually a really good cheese. Can I try it? They liked it and they like swapping more and more from what they used to use, yeah. which was something uh, very available commercially, but kind of like mass produced yes. to more artisan and made product that, you know, tastes good, smells really good. And price wise, because of this growth, we're also able to be more competitive with, with a bit of like effort from our side and like trying not to increase the prices despite whatever happened over the past 18 months, like cost of living, you know, um so ingredients brexit had a huge impact in like importing things extra custom taxes um we always kept the same we actually reduced it for some of the product like our feta used to be 7.99 now it's 5.99 because also by doing some internal r d we were able to like cut down some costs keep the quality 
and offer like you know still the same value in terms of like product quality to the customers and um yeah it's something that we we try to improve every day the yeah. way of like how can we bring our product out there and help people to you know eat healthy eat something good mm, yeah excellent um so just a last couple of questions for you what is something people wouldn't believe about you about myself yeah about yourself so not necessarily about the business or anything so what's something that people would not believe about you you don't have to answer this <laughs> well I think I think there's something interesting about it so before I became vegan right um, I used to run a lot and uh, I used to have this like chronic kind of like inflammation on my knee and um within two weeks of like switching to like a fully plant-based diet that was gone and uh, i feel like that's such an interesting kind of like point of view to use for especially men that like into sport that like have this like ego about like oh you need to eat your protein and all that stuff i think it's all bs like of course you need to like eat well but like you don't need to eat meat to like be strong like there's plenty of things you can do and one of the most important things is like you know by cutting down especially like red meat and meat in general and dairy you're like really reducing chances of like inflaming you know like tissues and and to me that was like very clear like from you know and uh, I've been sustaining like you know very like healthy and active life since then without any any issue of like oh i'm not feeling strong is like that there's a misconception about vegan being healthy which is wrong because you can still eat french fries and drink you know sodas and be vegan the important thing in that is understanding and how to eat yes because it's a very holistic thing because now you're looking at so many important things about what veggies am I going to eat? Why is that important? Am I going to try to balance a more organic diet if possible? Because, you know, it's not always possible to like buy organic, but like, why is organic important? Um, how do I balance like my diet? Do I just eat ultra processed like meat alternative or like maybe I can like swap to mushrooms and like other source of like yes. meat alternative like tempeh, which is amazing, like tofu um and then people say oh but tofu doesn't taste good well raw meat doesn't taste good you need to season it you need to cook it like i, th- I think like that's um yeah it, absolutely that, but i feel like yeah there's 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 a lot that can be done uh with a plant-based diet and and people i feel like wants to understand that and have a more holistic approach to it uh yeah okay or um i don't take medicines oh not at all nothing no, so I, I grew up since the age of like 16 uh, using just homeopathy. And uh, wow. quite, you know, I have a strong opinion about like using your body to like heal yourself yeah. and like eating healthy. Um, so, you know, whenever they say, oh, you need to take your like flu shots every winter to like boost your immune, I always think, no, I think you need to boost your immune every day yes. with eating, exercising. So, um, yeah, I never take medicine. Wow. Okay. What do you take supplements as a vegan, like B12? Yeah, every now and then. Uh, B12 and vitamin D because of 
you know, the lack of sun. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I do think, you know, uh, I I don't have like my vitamin thing that I take because yeah. a lot of people need to take so many supplements. I think it's it's all in the food. I agree. I do agree. Yeah. So what life lesson have you learned from all of this? That nothing is a big deal. Excellent. You know, I love that. We tend, to, we tend to stress a lot about, about money, about deadlines and stuff. But, you know, there's like way more stressful things. And if it didn't work today, we'll work tomorrow. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my way of like not stressing too much about things because you know as long as you're like healthy, you have like good people around you, you know that's what matters, and yeah. uh, that's you know a huge privilege to have like that support, and then and you will find a way to to work things out. Losing yeah. your job, losing your company, even tomorrow, you know it's it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I love that. I love that attitude. That's such a such a good way to think and live your life is there anything else that you want to add before we finish um yeah i guess to our um, london um listeners or like people planning to come to london um, a year ago we opened a plant-based deli in hackney it's called third culture and that started as a proper like dream of me and Angel, like having a spot where we could eat what we love yeah. and like share that with people. Because um, also recently she unfortunately had to change her diet and be gluten free. Okay. And, um, you know, it's really frustrating going outside because it's easy now to find vegan option, but like vegan and gluten free, it's really, yes. really hard. Yeah. And, we, um, yeah. We wanted to create something that was, you know, as inclusive as possible. And uh, we're quite proud of like all the things that we've done so far. We, you know, we develop incredible products from like um, a vegan tiramisu with like matcha and pandan and it's gluten-free. Uh, we bake our own gluten-free bread. We, we have like sandwiches. We make our own, um, what else? A lot of product like uh, New York style cheesecake with like black sesame. Um, we we kind of use it as a little, almost like a bit of an R and D corner to like try and test new product. Nice. What the reaction? Should we like bring them as I'm not okay? Maybe next week should we like keep it as a third culture because it's a bit more funky. Yeah. Um, like supper clubs. Um, oh, do you so, as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why you both come from incredible countries, right? That are so much better than the UK, in my opinion. And you decided to come here. What is that about? Seriously? Question. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, I you know, I'm grateful about London. I'm grateful about the UK because it's it's where we were able to meet. Yeah. It's where we were able to start a business really fast because it, it is true that compared to Italy, for example, we wouldn't be able to do that over there. Right. Uh, you don't have enough people. You don't have enough of a market. There's a lot of initial startup costs to start a business compared to here where you can even start from home tomorrow. Yeah. So I think the UK has that thing of like 
there's a lot of buzz around things because you know it's a very international place compared to maybe Europe, which is more traditional. Yeah. And the US is very spread apart. So there was, especially in 2016, 17, a lot of factors that were like were making things happening. Now it's been challenging because of, you know, Brexit. I'm not gonna, you know, deny it had a huge impact. The economy, of course, after you know, COVID mm. and the fact that the UK feels more and more isolated, it's yeah. quite obvious. Being six years trading, you can see those things. But I know that also in other countries there's challenges as well. Again, thank you so much. Um really enjoyed spending time with you chatting i hope you have a really great day the sun is shining down here today is it shining yeah so less vitamin d needed (laughs) exactly (laughs) been such a shit summer (laughs) 